Weezy taught me that. What? You know, I'm just a man out here trying to... Pokemon battle begin! Maybe LeBron just needs some competition. Someone to go... I think Bitcoin has a PR problem. I actually brought these, so if I was going to cut onions, I'd wear them. Wu-Tang is for the children. We teach the children. You know what I mean? Right. Like, what, is he, wasn't he in special life? Where's the quality? Alright, we're back. Episode 7 of the Positive Overthinking Podcast. I want to give a big shout out to Germany. Again, I don't know why, but on the analytics, y'all just fucking with me for some reason, and I appreciate it. I appreciate y'all. I don't know why, but thank you. Tell a friend, tell a friend. Share, like, subscribe, all that. I appreciate it. But this is the Positive Overthinker Podcast. And uh, coming off of that last episode about sneakers and Lil Nas X kind of got me pissed off. They're fucking up my favorite sneaker, Air Max 97. There's some taint to it now. Niggas can't even wear, like, can't even wear the black Air Max 97s just because there's some weird shit going on with some Satan. So I'm, I'm cool on those for a minute. Not even. I still fuck with them, but I don't know. I just wish, wish they didn't have the that stigma around them. I don't care either way, honestly. I wouldn't wear those sneakers, his sneakers, just because of the blood. I think I got through that on the last episode, but here nor there. That brought me to a conversation with my brother, Pastor Cody G. And he had more to say than I thought. I thought it was just a conversation about sneakers, and he took it a conversation about life and how it impacts you and religion and homosexuality and hair and all that. It was a great listen, man. It was a great talk. Matter of fact, we're just going to jump right into it. Here we go. All anyway, so I'm just going to make sure we run it. All right, cool. But yeah, I was doing this. I, I seen it, and I'm just like, you know, I, I don't... Little Nas X. You know I don't, I'm not a fan of his music or whatever. But then I see all his... He has my favorite sneaker in his hand. And they're like, Little Nas X makes Satan sneaker. I say, what the fuck? This is a Nike sneaker. And then I get more into it and I see it. And then I see the video that comes along with it. So I'm like, oh man. He like... He went all out. Now, you being Pastor Cody... From your, where, where are you from? First of all, let me stop because we're, uh, I am going to use this for podcast purposes. So let me introduce you correctly. Ladies and gentlemen of the, uh, the Positive Overthinkers podcast, we have a near and dear friend of mine. We worked together, I know this man, for many years. We've had many, many heated debates and arguments. So much I can actually call him a friend. We've argued so much. Pastor Cody G. Hand claps and all that. <laughs> all that comes in the editing. <laughs> where's your where's where's your ministry at? You're in Boca, right? Uh no, so I'm no longer in Boca, Raton. I'm now in Hollywood, Florida. Oh, you down I here? Uh, 
You down here, you down towards me. You know, I'm right here in uh, Lauder Hill, right off Sunrise. Alright, cool, yeah. That's almost every day. I got uh I got some people in Hollywood. You might have to sit down and yeah, link up sometime. Sometime. You down there daily or when do you travel down there? Are you like how do you move? Well, probably about every other day. So I'm down there tomorrow. I was there yesterday. I'll be there on Sunday. So maybe about three to four times a week. You're all Fridays? Yeah, I'm all fresh. Oh, shit. Okay, we got the same schedule, basically. <laughs> cool, man. Cool. So, yeah, we go. Yeah. And I seen uh, Dr. Lucas. I'm trying to get Dr. Lucas a job. Dr. Lucas? Doc- oh, man. Yeah. Okay. Dr. Lucas, man. She looks exactly the same, man. She's doing good. <laughs> I'm trying to get her a job up, with me. Man. Yeah, man. I just, I had just passed by. I was in the same plaza as the, uh, as the, as the other. Uh, you remember the one in like Market, mm-hmm. the facility in Market. I was just there the other day. I don't know if Gabe is still there. I think Gabe left. Okay. Okay. That's wild. But yeah, man. Do you hear, do you hear like wind blowing in my background? Yeah, but you're good. It's clear. Okay. Okay. Good. But yeah, it's 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 a Satan-based sneaker, and I didn't think nothing of it. I thought it was like okay, gimmicky. He's whatever. He comes out with his his gay video. He said I'm gonna go to hell, so he he just like he's basically trolling. You get it? So he's trolling. But then I take it a step deeper when they tell me there's blood in the shoe. You didn't know that. Um, I don't know where the blood is. I see a little medallion thing uh, dangling from like the laces. I don't know if the blood is in there or if he drifted in the actual soles of the shoe. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I guess there's blood somewhere uh, on or in the shoe. Yeah. If you look at the uh, look at the shoe at the bottom of the Air Max 97, the whole bottom has a gel bubble. You feel me? So what they did was they took red ink and filled the gel bubble halfway. So, and in that red ink, they put one drop of human blood. Mm. Whose blood it is? Oh, wow. I don't know. But in every shoe, there is a drop of human blood. Now, again, some type of way, probably injected some type of way into the bubble. Yeah. Okay. From the top or something like that. But now to contrast that, about, I'm going to say a year ago, year and a half, they made a Jesus Walk sneaker where it has holy water, actual holy water from the Vatican, like in the sneaker. And this is supposed to hey, be. Who is this? Uh, it's a designer by the name of Mischief, I believe. So they hit you with the holy water first. The first Jesus walks. They're all white, and they got the cross, the Pentecostal cross, and not the Pentecostal, but just a regular cross, and the holy water in the sneakers. And everybody was all over them. I mean, they were cool. I, you know, that's a good. It's cool. Yeah, 
I'm not paying a thousand dollars for them or whatever they're going for, but I get it. But still, it's holy water. It's no like witchcraft behind that. You feel me? Yep, I'm, I'm sure. going in on it. It's like you can do what you want. Nobody's. If you can keep your Satan sneakers, I don't have to wear them. There's only 666 pairs. Okay, you made a pair of Satan sneakers. That shows me like where your mindset and your alliances are. But to me, it's like now you're you're crossing the line when you're giving out vials of your blood. That's like witchcraft. That's like you, like who, like people are literally walking around with vials of your blood on their feet, or they're sitting in their house in their closet. Yeah, sure. Like, that's absolutely. That's something totally different. That's not. It's not water. It's not holy water. You're not. Yep. What what sure. what comes sure. with this? Like knowing that you got your your inscriptions in it and whatever else for that. Not even arguing like Lucifer, because Lucifer is a different topic altogether. It was what you did to like idolize Satan at this point. Because idolizing Satan and the actual like Bible verses in the Bible are different. Because what you do on your own accord, like the guy the guy who just got arrested and said, Oh, I stormed the I stormed the, the White House because I feel like Trump told me to. You feel, you feel me? Sure, sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, for me, um, I, I'd say the, the shoes, they, they say a lot. Um, and I, I'll, just, I'll just give you my take on the shoes, and then I, I would like to share some thoughts on the video. But the shoes, um, there's a scriptures that have, that have Psalms 1. Even you know, Jesus talks a lot about two paths. One path is wide and broad, and everybody's going to find that path. And you have a narrow path. A narrow path is the path that he's calling people on. And unfortunately, not to trust him enough to give life to people down the narrow path. And so the, 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 the symbolism that I see with the shoe is I'm accepting Satan's path, his way for my life. And I'm putting on his shoes, and I'm walking in this direction. Um, and and the, the shoe costs um, $1,018. And on the side of the shoe, you have Luke 10 and 18, which is the verse where Jesus said, and I was there. I saw Satan fall down from heaven like lightning. And so all of this, some people feel as though this brother might be confused or ignorant. To me, him and who's ever behind uh, and who's ever in support of this, but really the spirits that's involved in this, this is a direct attack. This is no, oh man, I just, I made a mistake, my bad. No, this is a direct affront to um, to God and and um, and Christianity. And, and, and I also think other religions, but, um, but yeah. And so that's sort of my take on it. Uh, on the shoe, but when it comes to the video, um, as I'm watching the video, time out. You watched um, the video? I didn't even watch the video, bro. Oh, absolutely. No, you have to watch the video. Oh man, hold on. Speak a little bit. Cl- speak a little bit louder. You, you're like going in and out your phone. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I watched the video. Yeah, I never. I didn't even dare to watch the video. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so for me, um, I watched the video because um, there, there's times in pastoral ministry where you have to deal one-on-one with people and it's pastoral care, somebody's family member just passed away or or someone is, is asking questions, man, uh, what should I do? How do I have a prayer life? And so there's times when you have to meet with people like that. There's times where you have to, um, you know, preach on the upcoming week. Um, and so preparation is involved. But there's also times where you have to sort of climb the ladder and be the watchman and look um, um, beyond the horizon and sort of see what's coming and to prepare for that. And so that's part of the reason why I watched it is to be prepared for whatever the spiritual world uh, realm is doing next. Um, and so I watched it uh, two times. And um, you watched it two times. And, uh, yeah. And I also watched the video where he explained um, sort of, you know, line by line what the song means and things of that sort. And did you feel different after he explained it to you? Um, not quite. Um, I, I felt um, uh, there was many feelings that I felt, but specifically in the video when he explained the, the song, he explained that a few weeks before writing the song, he went over to a friend's house who was an artist. Uh, a guy he had met, DM'd him, and said, hey, man, why don't you come through? And he gets there, and he, he finds the guy attractive, and he, he's watching how the guy is looking at him. And so he feels that there's some sense of a connection there. But he also notices that this guy has, you know, cocaine and alcohol on the table. And, um, and, and, and he takes the position of sort of a moral... Um, as though he has a moral compass. And so from the interview, he, he said that, um, yeah, I indulged in the alcohol, but I, I did kind of feel like this brother was just too far. You know, he was, he was just, you know, in a lifestyle that was just too far for me. Like, of course, there's some times where I would go maybe a week and party and, and just don't care about anything, just party, party, party. But then at the end of the week, I'd tell myself, man, I can't continue to do this. But this guy, he, he seems a little bit just far in that. And and so for me, I was taken aback by that statement because here I am watching a video and the entire video, I, I could feel that this was wrong. Um, I, I felt sort of the, the purity um, leaving my body. I, I felt... I was in, 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 in the arena of so much wickedness. The longer I stayed, the more wicked I become. I felt like a part of me went to hell while watching it. Um, and that doesn't feel good. And that's a, a reason why a lot of Christians refuse to watch it. Um, it's because they don't want to feel that. Um, but as I'm feeling that and I'm noticing and I go back and I look at the interview and I notice that he's taking this position of sort of having morals. Um, I question uh, the, the, uh, 
just the seriousness of that. Um, and I, I question the, the, the fidelity of that, um, how truthful that is. But um, as I continue to watch the video, there was just some other things that was just, just alarming. Um, as I'm feeling this sort of um, purity leave while I'm watching this and I'm becoming more and more. Okay, time out. Let me, let me, let me assess, let me, just let me assess what's going on right now. Because I didn't even think you were like hip to any of this. I didn't think this was up your alley. That's what I said. I didn't even watch the video. Like the video is that off-putting to me that I'm like, this ain't even for me. So sure. to hear you say that you watched it twice, <laughs> it's, it's kind of shocking. I'm not even gonna lie to you. To hear to say that Pastor sure. Cody watched that video twice and even like did the deep dive enough to go in and want to understand what the fuck is going on. <laughs> yeah. No, man. Uh, again, brother. Like, I, I feel like I have the responsibility to have to watch that. I, I don't get the sort of the. Um, I, I can't avoid that. I, I have to watch it and to to see what's coming, to see what where the world is going. Um, and it was some alarming things on there, and some things that just make you want to clench and, and hold your, your children. Um, because um, when that become normalized, it's a very, very scary world to live in. And, and I think, I think that was the goal that he was going for in the video. Is, um, as again, as the purity is leaving me, as I'm watching this video, um, I, I'm wondering about other people who watch it. Um, how do they feel from watching it? Is the same thing happening to, to to me happening to them? Or have they become so numb to this that they don't even feel it? And if they don't even feel it, what about not only the ones that don't feel it, but they celebrate this and they enjoy it? And so that's sort of the, 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 the scary reality that, um, that, that we live in. And it, it's 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 also what you know we'll get into sort of the political side of this but just from the onset just from the initial reaction i'm i'm noticing this feeling and, and i'm wondering how is other people uh responding to this okay i like that but I, I, there's two things i want to chime into that i've heard i've heard him say from himself he played the video for his niece and his niece enjoyed it. It was very articulate in her response. I don't want to misquote her, but she was like, uncle, how could someone be displeased with such, like it was, I don't, I don't know if it was again trolling. I don't know how far this kid's going. And as far as people like, he's very active. So it was like, he was people saying, oh, he's an industry plant and this is that in the third. And he was saying, no, this is all my idea, my doing. I don't, I, I created all of this. No, I don't, not an, in, I, there is nobody telling me what to do and how to do it. You told me to go to hell. You said I was going to hell and this is what it looks like. And now you're mad at me for going to hell. So again, he could, it could be a, a genius troll. Like my whole thing is like, it is weird to me because the kid, has like little Nas X. Nas and DMX are like part of his like influence. And you can't, and there's no way 
Nas or DMX would go for any of this shit. You feel me? Well, uh, sure, sure. He's not. They're not. You're gonna co-sign like they're not gonna stand, especially not DMX. <laughs> like, DMX is not having it. <laughs> you feel me? What? <laughs> you going to what? <laughs> you heard? And then like <laughs> people been wilding. Fat, hold on, Fat Boy SSC said, "If I see you wearing no shoes, I'm putting the hands of God on you. <laughs> if I see any of my niggas with them shoes on, I'm putting the hands of God on you. That's it, flat out. I don't care who you are, so." Clearly, people no, is not no. rocking with it. The, the interesting thing is, it, is it sounds like um, uh, you would have to probably tell me, but I, I heard from someone that some time ago, uh, Lil Nas X and Nas did a song together, and Nas was basically um, saying, "Yeah, I'm like the, the big brother," or, or something along those lines. And so it sounds like he, he signed off on on Lil Nas X. Um, he did that is that's why I said especially DMX because Nas and Lil Nas X did a song but later on but this is way before any of this shit even came out uh Nas came back and was like y'all he, he did it to like again play play not peacemaker but be politically correct you feel me because sure, sure. Nas believe it or not Nas's face is real big in this tech world it may not be known out there like Jay-Z but Nas's moves are just as equivalent to Jay Z, believe it or not. So for him not to like, for him to, 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 at that time, after the Old Town Road shit blew, and he was the hottest shit moving, anything not to like go against him would have been like going against the LGBTQ. There's nothing that kid could do, could have did, that would have, sure, that would have sure. been anything wrong. So for that, sure. and Nas even said sure. Nas was like, yo, it was. It was a gift, like to co-sign and this and the third. Like it's not, it's not because he was. Sure, sure, sure. Well, with, with Lil Nas X, I don't know how involved the industry is, um, but I would say that who's ever, because um, he's not an independent artist, right? He signed so, to somebody. Whoever, yeah, whoever he signed to, they signed off on him putting out this 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 video, and they also put money behind it. I, I don't. I don't think this was a uh, an inexpensive video. I think this was pretty expensive to make, um, and so they signed off on it. Um, and so, no, this 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 may only be coming from the mind of Little Nas X, um, but there is some support from outsiders. He's 21 years old, and in the in the the video, he has like ancient Greek writing. Um, which is like, brother, like it, it takes time to learn Greek, and for someone to even explain that to him, or for him to know that, um, um, I, I actually think that there's there's a team of people who is sort of behind him, um, either encouraging him or teaching him certain things, um, and so. Yeah. Well, let's let's dig a little deeper into that. Cause again, I haven't seen the video. So when you tell me that and you say ancient Greek, I automatically think they were all gay anyway. Where do you think the bathhouses came from? Where do you think all that, uh, that, I forgot the name of it, it escapes me, but male on, the young male love, 
uh, agape love or whatever that is called. Where you think that comes from? That's all. He's trying to bring it all back around. Sure, sure. And there, and minerals. Yeah, but but think yes. about it. The ancient Greek shit is still here to this day. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, now it, it's not a it's not a common language that you're gonna find anyone speaking. Um, in but code, as far as... but in code, when you get pulled over, first thing they say is Bravo, Echo, Oscar, Romeo, Tango. <laughs> Echo Delta. They speak in that code. Why? And I, I mean, and I'm, I'm not sure how <laughs> some of the fraternities are even uh, involved in, in, in Greek. Exactly. Because um, they, yeah. they they pledge their identity to that to that being or that God, unbeknownst, unbeknowingly. When you pledge, when you pledge Alpha Phi Alpha. That aligned with some Roman or Greek or mythological deity. Mm. Wow. They're all like they're all and they're all cousins of the same story. Like we all know like who's who's to tell me who's right and who's what and who you're giving your your your. Can, can, can I say this, Evan? Um, there's a. There's a part of now. This is not the reason why I watched it twice. I, what I'm about to say, I, I watched it twice because um, one, I, I watched it as soon as I heard about it. A friend told me, "Man, look, you have to watch this." Um, and then I watched it with uh, the pastor um, at the church um, this week. Um, but I would say that there is a a an artistic um, um, greatness to this video, and so um, although I, I do feel some things spiritually, I do feel some things morally that I very much disagree with. I think that what he did with this video is going to put him in a category that is beyond any other artist, maybe even close to all time. Um, there's something very special about art where, um, for example, with like Michelangelo, I believe he was the first one to, 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 to make a painting where you have multiple people, sometimes 20 people on this painting, and none of them have a facial expression. They have faces, but no facial expression. And so he took a big risk with doing that. His idea was by not putting facial expressions on them, Every time somebody looks at that, they'll be able to tell their own story of what's happening. Huge risk, but it worked out. And he advanced painting and its art form even further. He pushed it further by having that level of audacity. And so the same thing with Lil Nas X. This level of audacity um, it is astonishing um, how far this brother is, is, is going with this video. And I think that it's, it's a creative video. The storyline behind it and in the video, it's, uh, there's, there's a story there. Um, but the audacity is even as greater as, the, as, as what you're seeing. 
And so um, I, I think that says a lot because art is not just about, again, talent and ability, but it's also about courage. Courage to move y'all on further and to progress it. Um, and so I think this brother uh, will get a lot of attention from this. I think he will get a lot of awards from this. Um, this might be video of the year. Um, uh, and so uh, it's going to be interesting to see how the world um, either uh, walk away from this or embrace it. This could be a moment like what we've seen on January 6th with the Republican Party and conservatives. Uh, we, we see it going up against itself with law enforcement and with conservative views going up and standing toe-to-toe -toe against itself. Um, and we know from the scriptures, Jesus says that uh, a kingdom divided cannot stand. And so it's going to be interesting to see how the Republican Party puts back the pieces um, of its party after having such a standoff inside of conservatism. But it's also going to be just as interesting to see how the uh, liberals and the Democratic Party responds to something like this. Uh, I think that figures inside of uh, the progressive movement, like Dwayne Wade and others, um, yeah, they, they sort of sign off and push for um, homosexuality and, and for it to be embraced by society. But I don't know if they knew that it would get to this particular level. And it's going to be interesting to see how, is this their, the moment where they cut it off and say, all right, so here, here's where I get off this train? Or is this the moment where they fully embrace um, what Lil Nas X is representing? Because this is not just about um, uh, loving the person you love. Um, this, is a, this is about Satanism. This is satanic uh, stuff. Lil Nas X is not even in a relationship. Um, at least it appears that way from the interviews I've watched. And so it, it can't necessarily be about just your love for a person that you just want to be accepted by society. Um, you want your relationship to be accepted. Um, this has deeper meaning and deeper roots. Uh, so I think it's going to be really interesting. Okay. That. <laughs> Let me ask you this, because if it didn't have the Satanism aspect it would be a good video is what I'm understanding or like because you you, just gave, you gave it up for the for the cinema, cinematic part of it you said it could be video of the year so if it did not have the attachment to Satanism it was a good video yeah, yeah. so what I'm saying when I mentioned that is I, I'm looking at it from multiple arenas from the spiritual, moralistic arena, this is the worst thing your eyes would ever watch. The worst, the most wicked you would ever see. But we also have to keep in mind who Satan is. He is and was in heaven as the most beautiful cherubim angel that existed. He was the best. Um, some even believe he was uh, leading worship in heaven. Um, and so this is an artist. Uh, the scripture says he was more crafty than any other being that was ever made. Um, and so this is an artist. And so from an appealing standpoint and from an art form standpoint, um, I think there's beauty there. 
Um, but from a moral standpoint, spiritual standpoint, it is wicked beauty. Um, and that's where the deception comes into play, is that it is so beautiful that it would deceive you into being good morally. Um, and that's the same thing that we see happening in, in, in other areas of life, um, uh, specifically like with lust. It's a very beautiful woman. She's married. Um, um, and if you do not um, uh, treat that beauty and appreciate it the way that it should be appreciated, you would distort it um, by lusting for it and doing whatever it is um, to get it. Um, and so, uh, so yeah, so I'm taking a look at this thing from multiple angles. Um, there will be some people who watch this video who, who don't have a, a moral compass um, but would appreciate the art. And so for those who would appreciate the art without having the moral compass, um, this will be, again, a video maybe to the end of the year. Uh, he will be maybe the best artist of all time. Um, it's really going to be interesting to see how the world embraces um, him um, and, and, and his art. Okay. I understand that. Again, that that's just a bigger, a bigger. I'm, I'm still taken back that you actually dug that deep, because again, on the outside, this is a, a guy who doesn't associate too firmly with his music or his stance on things. I wouldn't even give it that that much, but you you see how. <coughs> but on the back burner. I do think, oh shit, it's gonna, it's, here we go. It can only go left, further left from here. But at the same time, I don't think him wanting to be, if he is a Satanist or whatever, is a bad thing. Keep it over there, X, Y, Z. When you start, again, handing out vials of your blood to consumers, that's different. Like I, I think he said before, he's like, I don't make music for kids. He's like, I gave, he's like, I gave you Old Town Road. That was about adultery and drinking lean. You're an idiot if you let your kids listen to it. Wow, 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 wow. He said wow. that. He told, like, he told you. And his old boy Jordan Lucas was like, I think he's like, I think it was a, it was a switch. He's like, without even a warning, you just put this on our, our, our kids' YouTube's and all our kids follow you. For the Old Town Road, and he was like, they shouldn't have listened to Old Town Road either. Wow! 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 There's a there's a level of, of intelligence, um, and um, and again, I don't. There's some people who watch this, and and um, I do feel sorry for this brother. I, I spent some time yesterday praying for this brother. Um, but I don't see as much confusion as some people see. Exactly. I see a exactly. lot of intent. A lot of, I, I feel like this is very strategic and well thought out and planned. Um, and so, uh, yeah. Now, what if he turns there around? Was, there was something else you said, though, that I thought was really interesting. Um, just before you mentioned... Um, the Old Town Road and uh, and the response that he had to 
uh, others pointed Old Town Road like it was just some walk in the park song. Uh, there was something else you said that I thought was really interesting, and I had some thoughts on that. If you can go back a little bit to that. Jonah Lucas was like giving his thoughts, and he was like, it's not that he did this, so he's same thing I'm, I feel. So that he's praising Satan or whatever else is that his core audience, 99 or whatever percent, is children. And without a warning, without a anything, he just sprung this on the YouTube and they're following. And his and people who follow him, that's the first thing they woke up to. And now, at the time, it had like 35 million views, and that was like 24 hours, if that. So, if sure. and then yeah. his response back was like, I I didn't I, Old Town Road wasn't a kid's song, like it wasn't for he's like I was drinking but I was thinking about doing drugs, and having sex, a- adultery so cheating on your wife at the same time. It wasn't for kids. Yeah. So, so if I, you let him listen, you're an idiot. That was his words. You're an idiot. Yeah, and so, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've noticed lyrics in, in Old Town Road that uh, early on that even though my kids liked it at a point and I liked it, um, I noticed that there's some lyrics in here that is alarming. And I don't want my kids listening to it. And so, um, and so we stopped listening to it. Everybody, um, like, they have but, a kids' bop version, bro? Come on. They have, like, that shit is everywhere. Yeah, it, yeah, it's everywhere. Um... And so, again, with, with a lot of what we're seeing here with Lil Nas X, um, it, it comes with um, with a level of intentionality that is alarming. Um, I, I think his his whole agenda <clears throat> is to um, is to normalize and to naturalize. Um, homosexuality in our society. Um, in the scriptures, it, it, it talks about um, there will be a time, and there was a time then, but there will be a time where um, where people will exchange natural relations for unnatural relations, and um, and that's what we're seeing in homosexuality. Um, but here's here's the here's the kicker is that God says this is unnatural. And what is being attempted by uh, the spiritual realm uh, who is against God, Satan and his forces, is to take what God said is unnatural and make it natural in our world. And that's the agenda of, of, of the homosexual agenda. Um, and, and that's his agenda. Um, Lil Nas X is to make this normal and natural and accepted and to the point where um, no, we go to the same bathroom because it's normal, it's natural. No, my, my, my son even though he is um, uh, uh, identifying as a female uh, it's natural for him to run in track against these girls. Uh, that's That's natural. No, that's um, that I disagree on, but I the purpose you, you of men competing against women in professional sports that's oh. that's 
Oh, I, that's I, completely I out the window. Well. Fuck that. I, I'm, I'm just bringing it to our thing. It, as far as like the public bathroom that, thing, that, I think public yeah. bathrooms. So I, I, go, go ahead. I disagree with all of it. Um, I, I'm just bringing to uh, the viewing audience or your, your listening audience's attention that that is the agenda of of the movement. It is to make this normal and natural in our society. Um, to to make uh, them going into public bathrooms um, of the opposite sex natural to make to allow for for, for their boys or sons to be on girls teams uh, we should view that as natural again this is an attack on what God has called unnatural and a transformation of that this is a flipping of that trying to flip that upside down and that's the whole problem. That that the that the homosexual movement, uh, the LGBT community, has with, um, with with America is that we are not yet ready to call that natural, especially with the church. We, 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 we refuse to say that's natural. We refuse to allow that to be normalized to the point where it's now pushing on our beliefs. Um, and so um, and so that, that, that's, that's that's our take, but. What Lil Nas X is doing is very interesting. There's a point, um, and, and here's here's where the commonality is, and here's a whole other conversation that we, we may not have time for today. But um, what Lil Nas X is doing, um, and here's the commonality, is uh, between uh, civil rights movement and the way that African Americans have been treated, we find um, some sense of a connection with the way that homosexuals have been treated in our, in our country. Um, not just in our country, but around the world, but specifically our country, um, where we've had some 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 mistreatment of human beings, which the Christian community don't agree with. Um, homosexuals not being able to um, have um, access to housing and jobs. That goes against our beliefs. Uh, we don't believe that uh, these people should starve and not be able to provide for their families. Um, we believe that every human being, no matter what sin they do, if it's uh, homosexuality, if, even if it's uh, any other sin, um, we don't believe that they shouldn't uh, be, have access to, um, to, to human dignity and, and, and life um, as far as being able to survive and provide for their families and have uh, housing. So we don't believe in that. But that, that connection between uh, um, some of the experiences of African-Americans um, and being treated... I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I'm tripping. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm, I'm reading the text so that connection. <laughs> so that connection between what has happened historically in the mistreatment of African-Americans and what has happened historically in the mistreatment of, uh, of homosexuals, um, the... the, the the, the LGBTQ community see a, a connection there and a similarity there. Um, and so here's the interesting thing that's happening. In the past, um, it was in some ways um, accepted as, okay, this is normal. Uh, we will be mistreated for what we believe. We will be mistreated for our skin color. We will be mistreated for our for the love that we have for a particular individual. Um, and it was in some ways accepted that's what the world is. But now with Lil Nas X and the LGBTQ 
movement. We're coming out of the closet and we're going to let others know who are in the closet that it's safe. I'm going directly, forget about um, the, the people here or Christians. We're going to go directly to what they believe, directly to God. And we're, I'm going to show you. He's not going to kill me. I'm still going to be standing. It's safe to come out of this closet. You're protected. I'm, instead, like with Dwayne Wade, instead of checking his son and saying, hey, look, son, that's wrong. No, 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 you are a boy. And it was by God's design to make you one. Uh, that's, that's wrong. Instead of checking his son, he goes out and he checks society. He checks the world. You need to accept him for the way that he wants to be. And so Lil Nas X is checking the world and putting the world in its place and saying, no, this is right. And you will accept it for being right. And I'm tired of you sort of bullying us. I'm, I'm going to flip the trick. And I'm going to let everyone know who's in the closet that it's safe now. You can come out. Okay, so are you saying, are you are we speaking on like more Satanists? Are we speaking more on homosexuality? Because I think almost I think I don't think homosexuality is like new. I think it's been here since the dawn of time. That's nothing new, especially on I have again you know my I have my views on the opposite sex and how that moves anyway. I'm more aligned towards polygamy and polyamory. I think men were supposed to designed. To have more than one woman. I think that's the way the planet runs. Women outnumber men on this planet three to one. Naturally. For a reason. Solomon had 30 wives, <laughs> nigga. That's a little much. Nigga, nigga might have been greedy, but he was king. <laughs> you feel me? So that I think is is here here there, but I, I do believe it's being pushed. I, I, I'm, I'm again. I'm not. I'm all for individuality, and he can do what he wants. But yeah, you're right. Something about it just doesn't feel right. And and you know, morally sound inside of you, something. That, and that's before the even song. I never even heard the song. Like like, how does this like? How did you feel about the song itself? Because that's that's a a total different way to 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 go along with the visual. Yeah, well, the song, um, you know, it, it has certain lyrics in there that uh, is pertaining to a night where he was again he was invited over to a friend's house um, that he met, I guess, on social media. This guy is an artist; he paints pictures and. Um, and he's talking in the song about just sort of uh, his reasoning for being there and how he noticed that his brother um, may be interested in him. Um, and, and he says in the song, look, I'm only here to sin as I am. Let's, let's, let's get to it. If you don't have an Eve, then, then there's nothing wrong with it. And so Eve could be referring to female, of course. It could also be referring to a belief that men and women should only be together. And so, and, and, and hence, he followed that with, then it's not wrong. As long as you don't believe it's wrong, then, it, then it's not wrong. Um, and so that, again, is, is sort of the agenda that we see 
as well with um, secularism and let's totally get rid of all of this moral stuff that is hindering our society from moving forward I don't think it's hindering our society from moving forward I mean it's going to slow population obviously but society is always going to push forward science is always going to find a way I don't think people being gay is going to stop society from moving forward I think there's gay people right now who are head of state and who are great scientists I think it's more like it's an, an additive form of population control I think that is again I'm, I'm a big conspiracy theorist I believe in the gay bombs and shit like that matter of fact I just seen a movie with not Kevin Bacon but one of these guys and they were talking about giving everybody the vaccine and vaccine send a third and they're like by the time is by the time it's too late everybody will be vaccinated and then they're all like they're all thinking everybody's gonna get sick and everybody's gonna be hurt and they're like no it's a it's a um it's population control it's a sterilization you're gonna sterilize the world for 15 years this is a movie I gotta find a movie I'm gonna send it to you but wow, that, that was a that was a movie that was similar to COVID. Yeah, and they're, they're fighting with this guy because he's he sent it out and he's got like, and he's trying to stop him from like, damn, what's the name of the fucking movie? They're trying to stop him. It's famous actors. You've seen it too. You've seen this guy. He's been on TV a million times. I'm gonna text it to you and I remember. But the point of the movie is, like the the whole shit he's doing. He's trying to depopulate depopulate the world, and the motherfucker says. It's, it'll be too late. He's like, by the time we're done, they're going to be begging for the vaccine. There's nothing you can do. You're going to make them sick, think they have it, and then they'll be begging for it. And then they, they get better because there's nothing there in the first place. They really just took vaccinated. I mean, I vaccinated, bad vaccination and, and and sterilized your children. Just talking about this, the birth rate is going to slow for the next 15 years. So I'm thinking, all right, let's watch five years and see how see how many babies are born. Wow. <laughs> wow. Man. So I mean I have some thoughts on that. Um but um but I don't want to uh, we we can we can definitely have it back on. Yeah, we can have that off here, of course, of course. Yeah. I'll turn this leg off, um, of course. But um but yeah, man, uh so I have a meeting here in, uh, in a second I have to run too but um, and, and so I'm going to get off here in a second here yeah no problem thoughts I, that you wanted to, to, to share on this particular uh, nah it was just today? And I, it, I would also love to come back man and uh, yeah we'd love to have, have you back part two after you watch it if you, if you, if you watch it and then we can have a follow up conversation we could do that I, I, I'll have a gander just just because Pastor Cody did it and I'm like damn I ain't even like I didn't even think you did it. I wanted to talk about the sneakers, but you took me somewhere. This is going to be a whole other episode now. We did something totally different. I appreciate that. <laughs> you know, when we talk, we get deep anyway. I, I wanted a quick, like, what he's doing with your, with these bloody sneakers. This shit is just weird. Like, that made me think totally different of it. Like, okay, you can have your fun. You can have your... Because he does a, a lot of wild shit. I don't know if you've seen for Halloween, he dressed up and had, like... He was Nicki Minaj for Halloween, and he had titties and everything. Like he was wilding. He's been doing a lot of wild shit. 
No, I didn't. No, I didn't see. Oh, nah, he's been wilding for a long time. So, like... So, so, here, so here, here's the interesting thing with Nas X, though, that, that I really want you to keep in mind. He's 21 years old. Where do you get this experience of being really mistreated um, to the point where you've taken it upon yourself to attack... Um, beliefs in society regarding homosexual uh, lifestyle well what do you what do you what what so for example maybe you know 40 years ago 50 years ago we have a ton of experiences of being mistreated a ton of experiences of uh, uh, of being ostracized um, where does these experiences um, come from bro for him in a world in a world where homosexuality seems much more accepted okay much more uh, accepted. that may be an ignorant comment on my side um but go ahead okay let's take it back he wrote he just wrote a, a letter to his 14 year old self telling him for his 14 year old self it's okay to come out same shit you was just saying he just publicized a letter that he wrote to his 14 year old self telling him it's okay to come out so i also when I vaguely recall him saying just because he grew up in the hood, basically, and you knew how niggas was in the hood. Like nigga, the gay boy in the hood was not getting it. He was not. He was fighting every day, nigga. He was picked on. He was ostracized, nigga. When he was growing up in high school, nigga, the gay nigga was not was not as protected and is not as accepted as yeah. he is today. I, I, no, I, I I agree. But what what I want to remind you of, Evan, is he's twenty one years old. It's not the way it was when we was growing up. And it's certainly not the way it was when our parents was growing up. He's 21 years old. I it's, still think it, the African-American community... Gay people, gay people, even in the hood, is is not being mistreated today at the level that they were when we were coming up and our parents were coming up. So seven years ago? He's 21 years old. Say 20... What's that? 2014? 2014, we're talking about. I mean... I still think like it was probably hard on him because the same shit we're talking, we're, talking about, we're, we're talking about a decade apart. We're about 10 years older than him. I, I agree. I'm, I'm not going to like downplay his hardships because I'm pretty sure he, he, he could have been getting it before. Like he was probably even like he was probably tight before. But it's it's totally different. It is totally different. I agree. Sure. But sure. the way he but, handles but fear. But it's not to say the way he handles fear is not to say it's any different, though. His level of fear of being beat up in the hood because he's gay is no different than it was in in 94. You feel me? Sure, and I, and I think, you know, he could, he could certainly be fighting for a bigger cause than himself. Like, for, for example, you have um, sort of... Um, uh, people who are fighting for the cause of, of, of equality, who who are, who are young and who may not have you know the same experiences as as Martin Luther King Jr. was when he was fighting for equality, and so um, and so he could just be fighting for um, sort of people that have ahead of him who who sort of fought on the front lines of this movement prior to him, and he's continuing the fight. There's obviously nothing wrong with that, but um, I, I, I sort of question that it's just him, just his experiences. Um, it, it's, it's more than just him. Um, he's, he's fighting for the entire movement. 
um, and for um, and for his lifestyle and his lifestyle and his choices and the choices of others that he that that are in that community uh, that it could be more so accepted by society and that society would just leave him alone religion would leave him alone stop telling me I'm going to hell for how I want to live um, uh, and and that's that's sort of the fight but it's also accepted you know. This this video, what you'll find is that the idea of going to hell is accepted. It's, it's not fought against. It's embraced. And so, um, and so that I mean that, that says some things, you know, as well. And so, but yeah, I would love to come back on the show, man, and we can further the conversation. Yes, of course, man. I'd love to have you because again, this is just like this opened my eyes to something totally different deeper than I, I even took my notes for already. I had my notes ready for sneakers and he was like, all right, let's dive into life real quick. You took off for me, uh, but I'm ready for it. But uh, let the people know where they can find you, where they can hear you. I know you got your, uh, you, you had a podcast going or, or but uh, let, just let them know because I'm, I'm, I know your ministry don't is, is not local, it's worldwide. So plug yourself. Yeah, so you can find me on Facebook and on Twitter on Cody Gilliard. Um, if you're in town, you can also find me on Sunday mornings as well as every Saturday, uh, every second Saturday of the month at New City Fellowship, Hollywood. All right, man, that's Pastor Cody G. You heard him. Like, if I'm going to talk to anybody about religion, it's going to be Cody G. Like, that's off the top because I know this man has done his homework. His sword is sharp because I tested it battle tested and battle approved so again this is the positive overthinker podcast we appreciate you and uh again this turned into a whole nother episode so i know i said episode six but this is episode seven going out so uh again peace